Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode of That Story Show is brought to you by Bluehost, the official web host of the NLCast Network. $4.95 per month gets you unlimited space, unlimited domains, unlimited bandwidth. If you know what that means, visit thatstoryshow.com slash Bluehost to sign up. Hi, this is Tammy from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and this is That Story Show. Hey, how you doing, folks? This is That Story Show, the show that shares hilarious real-life stories from all over the world. This is episode 245, recorded live on July 28th, uh, like it matters, 2015, from the heart of South City, St. Louis. Uh, I'm your host, my name is James, and with me today, as always, is John Steinklobber. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you very much. I'm well glad to be back. And Christian Sudreth. Hey, guys. Graham C. <laughs> I'm, every I'm episode <laughs> every single one i'm never gonna stop and, uh, graham c yeah you gotta go back and listen man you were gone you were camping last week yeah it wasn't like camping fun camping but that's another story doesn't matter if it was fun or not you weren't here yeah i'm Young sorry man. i really am sorry. i totally forgot uh no, no, you were camping. He, you have a job, right? And I know, you, but I, I forgot camp. to say it up front. You oh, know? you've had I thought, all oh, last week I was like, all right, I need to tell James I'm going to be out next week. And then and for some reason I just completely slipped every <laughs> single bit of my mind. Well, you need to apologize and you need to do it dressed as a clown. That's the only way right. I, I will accept it. Would you believe I happen to be wearing a clown suit right now? I would. Uh, and the makeup is on. Uh, I'm scared. I'm James, I just want to say I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Seriously having nightmares. I want your soul. <laughs> you can have it. I'm, Jesus, give it back. <laughs> Gotta give it to somebody else. Oh, man. Um, yeah, speaking of uh, weeks, I've had a week. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I had a crappy week. I've had a crappy weekend even like it's not even the week it's just like started halfway into last week and it goes till today and i was like didn't know if i was gonna do the show or not tonight and i was like but dad coming i gotta do the show i can't just quit again you know and and so by god we're doing the show because i need it i need the show so and i needed that nightmare so thank you thank you for that hey real quick i want to start off with something a little different this time and that is uh I want to do uh, one thing I've learned about the listeners to our show is that they are a lot like us and I can't speak for Christian because Christian's pretty cool, but John and I consider ourselves kind of like middle of the road in the coolness department, you know, like like we're not the worst people in the world, but we're not the coolest guys ever, especially when we were kids. And I, the the people (laughs) that I have met, 
are a lot that that listen to our show that I've had a chance to meet in real life are cooler than I am for sure. But you may have been on par with me and John when you were younger. So what I've got here, that was a big buildup to say, I've got six games that you likely played as a kid, but it's named a little more honestly. So here they are. Number one, um, it's called, it's not, it's called peak and seek. Uh, peak and seek. <laughs> That's how I played it anyway. Yep. AKA yeah. uh, count to 100 by tens and then say that you didn't. It's a long title, but peak and seek. Uh, number two, uh, tag. The little one. That's what I always did. My sister, whoever could run the hey. slowest. <laughs> little one. <laughs> a, uh, n- another possible title for that is uh, I'm not it. I'm not it. I'm not it. So, you didn't touch me. You didn't touch me. Um, Two hands. Clothes don't count. Another favorite. This goes way back to preschool. Uh, it's a game called Duck, 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 Duck. Duck, duck, aka say goose. So, <laughs> yep, <laughs> hated that kid. It always ends with a busted lip, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Because, like, some inevitably somebody jumps up and they didn't get the goose called on them. Well, it depends. They just I- jumped up because they thought the goose was going to be called. <laughs> yeah. When I was at, uh, in elementary school, at the school that I went to, everything had to be fair. And so oh. I had this one teacher that would make it to where everyone had to be goose at least once. But then if you were the last goose, you were like unstoppable because you, you knew it was your turn. So you- <laughs> uh, that, I was never, there was always that kid that was already up on his toes, you know, squatting down on his, uh, sitting like a, like a catcher at a baseball game ready to go. I was never that guy. I was, I, I sat and um, with crisscross applesauce, we used to call it mm. Native American sauce. And um, <laughs> we were a little ahead of the curve and a little off base. But, uh, yeah, I, I was – by the time I was up, the dude was, like, already, like, could you move? I need to – you're in my spot. So that duck, duck, goose never worked for me. Um, Foursquare. It's what you call it, a.k.a., uh, as I knew it, uh, go get the ball, James. That's what it was called. Because that's all I did. Go get the freaking ball. Go get the ball. Uh, number five. Uh, it's my favorite game. My brothers and I used to play it. And um, who can come the closest to drowning? AK. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what you're doing. Yeah. You know? <gasps> Three minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's also known as another possible name for it. It's called Swim Away from the Light. So. And then lastly, uh, number six. Uh, it's my my least favorite game. I'm open. That's what it was called, aka nothing but yet. To get that, see what I did there. Yet, yet. It's German for nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, like I Russian never get to nothing. hold the ball. So I thought Christian would appreciate that one. That's clever. I like that. That's a good tweet. <laughs> you have to do that. It's uh, it's spelled yet. all in uh, in letters that are not English. I had to cut and paste it from from Google Translate to get that to work. You, you don't say. You would think there was a way to do it, but there's not. It's just spelled H E T or something. Anyway, so <laughs> so yeah, that that was just something that uh, I was going through my head today. So I did that. Mm. Um, it's time for us to do uh, some patrons. We got some new patrons this week. Josh Nolan, what? yeah, uh, Elizabeth Nolan. 
his mother. And wait, wait, wait. Are they related to Christopher? I um, bet you they are. If they were, I, I would think we'd get a little more out of them. But um, <laughs> no, they're both doing fantastic. There's a mother and a son, two different uh, amounts, two different, uh, you know, patron supporting methods or whatever. It's really cool because they could have just said, I'll do it for you and, and all that. But no, Josh got in there too. Um, That's I, totally cool. It's very cool. And uh, I always like to mention once in a while our eternal sponsor, Anna Silva. This woman, from the beginning of when she started, I don't even know, has consistently dropped a 10 spot on this show every month for for years and years through the depression downtime, through through our last little dip, and always consistently. I don't actually think she's alive anymore. I think she's dead. And that the money just keeps coming, and I don't want to say anything because I'm crooked. You know, I want the money. I'll just say thank you to her eternally. Thank you for giving to the Lord. All right, uh, backstory. I really don't think she's dead. I, I don't just for say. Uh, it's time for us to do. It's time for us to do a little backstory. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm gonna say John. Oh, you, you go first because you weren't here last week. Okay. Do you want me to give the one I was going to give yeah, last week? Yeah, why not? You got the floor. Whatever you want. Okay. Well, so this is what happened to me last week. And then if I if I remember the one that I was going to say, because I just got all nervous and I closed my notes. <laughs> um, so I was at camp last week, and I do apologize for everybody. And I do thank all of those who said they missed me. Yeah. Um, I told them to do that. Yeah, I saw that, and and a couple people did say that they missed me. It was, and, it was and I, artificial. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was like one of those. Hey, we missed you with the football that we were throwing at your head. <laughs> you know that kind of missed. Yes, but I, I missed you guys too, and I was really bummed when I realized what I had done. But anyways, I was at kids camp last week, or as like we in the industry like to call it, torture camp. <laughs> torture camp. Um, I'm just kidding if any of the parents are listening. <laughs> um, no, it was a great week. Um, I actually – now, James, you've done this before. You, you're like like camp coordinator guy, right? Like games coordinator yeah, and stuff like that? Yeah, I did that. I thought so, I would change camp because you go a couple times and you're like, oh, this sucks. And you're like, yeah. but there's guys with golf carts. I want to be that guy. Yes. And then you realize when you're there, they got a worse job than you did. And work it hard. You need the golf course car, golf cart because you're supposed to be in two places at once. Mm-hmm. And um, it is nice. But I, I've also learned the the underside of the – see, because at kids camp, it's always it's – never, it's never – you know, you always got these challenges and stuff, right? So like this team, team one is going to be the winners. No, it's oh, going to yeah, be team yeah. two. Yeah. You know, so the whole week, try- they divide them up into teams and they compete against each other. Have so, cheers, yeah, and, team spirit, and, and all that. I've never ever thought that it was actually a tabulation of numbers. I like they said, "Oh, we're going to give a million points to this team yeah. because they cheered really loud at breakfast." Blah blah blah. And I always thought, "Yeah, right, they don't." So, well, being a part of the games coordinator group this year at camp, um, I had the privilege of actually seeing those numbers and helping count and tabulate those numbers. And so I, I no longer believe that those numbers aren't real. <laughs> However, I do believe those numbers can be fudged. Absolutely. White. Especially uh, on the last day. 
Oh, man. Moments before the final chapel. Oh, we're going to give three billion points to that person because they walked yeah. by that truck. <laughs> so, I, I mean, we hand out tokens like to kids oh. and that they're, they're worth point values throughout the week. You know, you see a group of kids being good or cleaning up. You throw some tokens down at their feet and they, wow. they, they're like little poker chips. They collect and they're like, oh, this is like candy, except we can't eat it. And, um, you know, so they get all excited. Something demeaning about that hair child here. Here, take these poker chips and Good job. turn them in for points. Thanks for taking well, a shower today. Here, <laughs> my my kids that I brought. So I was kind of separated them through most of the day. My kids that I brought, um, I I wanted to be above reproach, and I didn't want to, uh, you know, give them stuff without them working for it. So it, I I wanted it to be harder for them to win, basically. Because I didn't want somebody to say, oh, Pastor John is cheating for him. So, you know, I tried to try to be fair. But there were a couple times where I did, you know, give them some extra tokens just because I could. And throw, um, throw one down in the toilet. Yeah. Well, you know. If you, you really want it, you got to work for it. It's, it can't be. It's got to be fair. It's got to be a little harder than everybody else. <laughs> you got to bribe them somehow because <laughs> they're smelly. Um, but. Yeah, and we did good like on the sports competitions and stuff like that. They came in either first or second, which was really awesome. But we still overall came in fourth. Like we were dead last. And I'm thinking, man, if I didn't actually help these kids with some of the tokens I threw their way, they would have been really far behind. So I don't know. Somebody must have been, you know, messing with the numbers somewhere. But that's not what I wanted. That's not my, my backstory. Oh. Am I talking too much? No, 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 not at all. Okay, well. Um, so you, you know, in every, every cabin or counselor or dorm or however it's set up, you know, at your camp or whatever, you gotta, you gotta, you got rules. Okay. Yeah. One of the rules is you don't go into the, to the leader's room or they used to call them counselors during our day, but because of legal reasons, you can't call them counselors anymore. You just call them dorm leaders or whatever they call them. I don't know. I still call them counselors and you have a special room for them. And then they have a special bathroom, you know, where they've got kind of a somewhat private shower and, you know, a toilet and stuff. Lucky. And one of the rules is you don't go in the bathroom and use it. Well, at some point, one of the kids decided that, and keep in mind, we're talking about eight to 12 year olds because, you know, they, they think, but sometimes they don't. One of the kids went in there and, and, um, dropped a log in the toilet and, uh, and decided to leave it. And imagine that. So I was not in charge of the room because I had so many other things I had to do. Uh, one of the teen guys that was in charge was, he was very upset about this. And he's, it's, it's kind of funny to think, you know, he's reprimanding these kids, but he's trying to be serious. But at the same time, he's like, somebody went, they to the bathroom in there and they <laughs> left it. Trying and to find a Christian way yeah. to, to <laughs> reprimand children about yeah. a poop log. Or pooping in the toilet and not flushing it. You got to pre-think that one. Yeah, well. You got to get that one in the chamber there before you start just yelling at people. So angry. He's like, we're going to pick this thing up and we're going to check the diameter and everybody's <laughs> going to poop right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lay hands on this and God's going to tell me who pooped it out. <laughs> Buttholes are like rifles. They, they each have a distinct <laughs> boring. <laughs> yes. We're going to check the cross threads. <laughs> See if the taper matches the other end. 
<laughs> Where were we? I, I don't know. know. Somebody was getting in trouble in a Christian oh, love. Yeah. Okay. So the counselor's like, I'm going to take all your snacks away unless somebody oh, comes up and- No more pooping. <laughs> I'm going to take away your, <laughs> your ammunition. All your snacks. So all the kids are like, no, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. And so, you know, it was like in the evening time. So they're about to get ready for bed. And um, so, uh, you know, as the pastor of the room, I, I would pray. And so I was- <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around the room praying. And I'm thinking, I want, I want whoever did this to have an opportunity to confess it. So I'm praying, <laughs> saying, "God, help whoever it is that went to the bathroom in <laughs> the counselor's, <laughs> counselor's toilet." White people to confess, and and then I hear this kid snickering in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and so of course he's laughing and I'm trying to be serious and keep praying so I can't do it <laughs> just left it quiet for a little bit and then afterwards I talked to the kids I said alright now does anybody want to confess and the kids are like no I didn't do it and this one kid pipes up he says I haven't gone all week <laughs> <laughs> like alright well I guess oh. you guys are just going to lose your snacks oh man I'm glad. I I hope that worked out. I hope you got all that, that that you know, because that's that's what camp's all about is who pooped in the in the toilet, you know. In the toilet, you know, there's all sorts of spiritual things, but the real thing that's important is who pooped in that toilet. You don't I, go in the counselor in the cabin coordinator's bathroom. My rules were, you will shower once a day. <laughs> Every freaking one of you will shower, and the other one is you will poop. Every single day. I, for two, my first two kids camps, I took kids to the emergency room, uh, with, with, with abdominal pain that they thought was like, you know, what is oh. it? Appendicitis. And they took an x-ray and he showed me, the doctor just showed me and it looks like a huge smiley face. That's that large <laughs> intestine was oh, just no. packed. <laughs> You have an impacted colon, son. You're going to need to go sit on the toilet for a few hours. So uh, they they juiced him up, and and he was fine from from the bottom up. They juiced him up from the bottom up. Part of that's camp food, though. You know, you can't. No, it's boys not at home with their moms, and so they're like, pooping is subtracting me from the fun of of being here. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to hold it in. You know. And, uh, and then same go. with, same with showering. It's like, Oh, nobody cares. Mom's not here. I don't, have to, I don't have to shower. So no one ever had to make me poop or shower. I'd do them both at the same time. <laughs> it's a poop shower. <laughs> ah! Okay. I don't even want to know what that's like. I'm sure there's something. <laughs> Probably don't uh, Google that. Don't, don't Google it. All right, John, uh, Christian, sorry. So, uh, my backstory is pretty short today. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Half the show's off, over. So, um, so if you go on the NLCast Facebook uh, group, you'll get a better idea of what happened oh, here. But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, for this past weekend to celebrate my birthday, uh, my 21st birthday, I did what all 21 year olds do on their birthday and went camping with my family. Um, I'm just kidding. That's not what any of them do. Um, <laughs> And, and part of what we did is, is uh, something I really like called scalloping. And that's where you pretty much just uh, float in the water and there's these little shells that you pick up and you eat them. Um, but your back is, you, cook, you, them first, you right. cook them and then you eat them, I should say. Yeah, that's, Do you that's, cook them a, on, on the water? 
No, you um, you like shuck them and get the the meat out, and uh, you you like fry them in a pan. Okay. They're real, they're, so my my backstory is actually a recipe. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, but they're super good, and it's it's really fun to find them. Um, and but you have to float in the water um, the whole time. Uh, you know, with your back up and against the sun. If you can't tell from my voice, I'm a pretty pasty guy. Um, <laughs> pretty, I look exactly like I sound. Um, and so I made sure I was like, I, I got to wear some sunscreen or I'm going to be fried. Like absolutely no doubt I'm going to be destroyed. So I get my shoulders, um, I get, you know, my face, all, everything's all good, I get my legs. And then I say, you know, I can't get my back. Let me find the most responsible person here and get them to help me. So I was like, hey, mom, will you, will you, will you put the sunscreen on my back? And she does. She, she has like this little spray. She sprays it on my back. And I think like, all right, I am good to go. So I go out. And I enjoy my day. It's awesome. We get a ton of scallops. It's the most fun I've had in a long time. And then I get back and I lay down and I think, what the heck is going on? My back hurts so bad. I don't have any sunburn on my arms or on my face or anything like that. So I think like, I don't think sunburn at all. But then I look and what my wonderful mother had done (laughs) um, is is not at all give me an adequate amount of sunscreen. (laughs) But she has sprayed me like I am a cookie sheet. Um, and she, and she <laughs> like is, it was Pam. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like she's spraying Pam on like a baking sheet. Uh, and if you look on the picture, which would really su- which really supplements this story, uh, you'll see I just have a giant squiggle of where she sprayed what was obviously the best sunscreen in the world. Uh, <laughs> it really did mind. work. Yeah, yeah. It worked really well. In, uh, that, so. in that little squiggle. It was great. Yeah. I was wondering how that squiggle got there. Yeah, it's just because like, she. God, she's, what were you wearing? Like some kind of weird shirt or something? Well, that's why I said in the comments, I was like, dude, I see a cursive capital M. I was like, she, she tagged you, bro. <laughs> and that's because I knew she had that. And she's like, oh, yeah, still got it. So. That's that's exactly what you should see the front of me. It's a big smiley face. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, she either tagged me or just doesn't love me enough to to care. Um, but I now have the weirdest sunburn ever, and it is super inconvenient because it, it doesn't hurt in any of the normal places. Um, but if, if <laughs> just like just under my shoulder blades, but not anything past that because the rest of me was under the water. Um, uh. So I guess to, to really something that story, look at the NLCast Facebook page and you'll see this. Well, hold on. Now that, is, is it on the Facebook page or is it on the uh, NLCast network community page? The community page. Okay, the community page. I'm going to just call it the community page for now on. I, sorry, oh, that, that story show page. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because there is a fan page and then there's the community page, so. It's on the community it's on the page. community page. You can check it out. Um, and then part of um, the sun, sunburn that I've got, obviously, is you know pretty painful and not ideal, but a good thing has come out of it. Um, for all of our new Patreon supporters, I'll be peeling off my back. <laughs> <laughs> sending and in a piece of the skin. We're putting ourselves yeah. into the podcast for you. And so uh, for everyone that, you know, really... Um, you know, is stepping out there. We'll 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 give you something to, to remember us by. So mm, that's awesome. The big the big pieces are going to go first, of course. But mm, mm. You still have time. Peel to them off pieces. long enough to be able to twirl them up like spaghetti. In that's a fork. disgusting. <laughs> All right, my turn. Um, uh, okay, so I'm turning forty two very soon. Forty two, and forty two happens to be the answer to the question. The question being. 
what is the what is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you need to go read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and then come back for the rest Douglas of this. Adams. So I'm trying to explain to my daughter. I'm turning 42. Yeah, you're turning 42. She she's just trying to talk over me, and I'm like, I think I'm about to explain to her and geekify her just a little bit. And I've got this whole thing planned out. I'm gonna tell her about the computer and and the whole thing and all this. And she, um, she just says, she starts singing. Uh, you're familiar with Taylor Swift's uh, song. She says, "I don't know about you, I'm feeling 42." <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, oh, "It's 22 in in oh. her version." But I'm like, "Oh my gosh, she's so clever, and I want to punch her in the face." Brilliant. And then, uh, so on the way home. After we're, we'd been out, you know, so I'm going to, I'm like, okay, 42 is answer life university. And I started telling her again and she starts singing it again. She's like, I don't know about you. I'm feeling 42. I'm going to buy a new phone and yell at it. And I thought that was very insightful and hilarious for a, uh, for a 10 year old. And, uh, she is currently residing in a shallow grave in my backyard. So. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, That's nice. She she totally. I I laughed hard. I laughed like a lion roars at that. She said you're gonna. She told me I was gonna dye my hair and cut coupons, but uh, <laughs> yelling at my phone. I was like, that's. She's seen somebody do that mess. All right. Yell at my phone. Um. I've got oh. so many stories that have happened to me in the past few months while I was gone from you all. And maybe next week I'll 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 uh share one in particular. It would be I would call it Hot Doctor Part Two. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Do you sure okay, that's a oh, we'll let that be <laughs> It's next week. Yeah, maybe next, next week. week. Always always wanna two. always wanna string them along, but um, it's time for us right now to, to, to tell your stories. And, uh, that's what we call the featured stories. And, uh, just to tell you in advance, you can st- send your hilarious true life stories in text or audio to find out how visit submit the submit a story page at that story This first one comes to us. Uh, it's called red and, um, it's by Lucas Cardell. So these are true stories. And here's the first one. So this last Tuesday, he says, I was flying home with my dad from Seattle where we were meeting my grandma and visiting a college. See there? He put so much into that. We know that he's just out of high school, not yet in college. I love that. The plane was crowded, so we sat separately, me at a window seat and my dad on the aisle of a different row. I was looking out the window waiting for everyone to get seated, and the middle seat in my row was empty. Shortly before the plane started to taxi, this incredibly cute red-headed girl about my age comes along and takes the middle seat next to me. He says, I have a thing for cute people, and I decided to introduce myself. Well, let me just share something with you there, Lucas. <laughs> I think we all have a thing for cute people. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the ugly ones myself. Yeah, the dogs. They're great. Um, so we hit it off. He says, we're talking about, he says, I introduced myself. We hit it off. 
um, talking about trips we'd had, colleges, life in general, and we ended up talking the whole flight. Me and my dad had another flight in the same plane, uh, though she did not. I asked her for her number, of course, and she gave it to me. He says, of course, like like all of us have done that. I've never been in that situation. Nope, me either. Never. I had to steal their phone numbers from the phone book. I had to trust that they went to the same high school as me because I was in Camden County, Georgia. <laughs> so if, if there was a teenager, I was going to see them at lunch. So anyway, uh, so he got the number. He gets the, She gives him the number and uh, he then stood up to wait for the masses of people to leave the plane where you have to kind of duck your head so you don't hit the overhead bin. Uh, So my dad stands up. Apparently he's right across the aisle and he mouths at me. Did you get her number? (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Well, she's right there. Says, uh, and he asked a question, which I encourage. Uh, Did you guys have embarrassing parents? No. (laughs) Or situations like that where you met someone incredibly pretty and hit it off immediately. Um, I did have embarrassing parents. Um, I've never hit it off immediately with a girl, though. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I married the first one that uh, that I hit it off immediately with. And, uh, yeah, Jen, uh, Jen and I, I met her at a McDonald's, and and <laughs> I did not hit it off with her immediately. <laughs> you kind of had to chase her till she wore out. Huh? No, it was just she <laughs> – I don't tell many people this, but – she was Whoa. kind of rough around the edges when I first met her. <laughs> and um and she was a little sweary. <laughs> and really? I and I did not find that attractive. Yeah, she's I mean to know her now. It's just, you know, she's angel and she's, you know, everybody just looks up to her and thinks this woman of God, you know, and all this. And she is, but uh she wasn't then. She wasn't in that McDonald's. And well, she's still in high school. So she was talking about men and she dropped the F bomb in some thing. <laughs> and that's, that's awesome. I know. She went right for the jugular right off. And to me, the, the I would rather no, I wouldn't. But it's equivalent to seeing a woman dip. <laughs> You know, snuff huh. like in her lip uh, to have a, a, a woman, uh, a girl that I like anyway, swear like that, especially. Ugh. So wasn't great, but um, but it worked out. I think it's working out. It's going pretty good. We just celebrated. Um, what was it? Twenty? No, eighteen years. Eighteen years. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, my wife and I, she hit it off with me, meaning I liked her a whole lot, uh, but it, it took me a while to hit it off with her. <laughs> a couple years. My uh, Speaking of embarrassing parents, I think I've mentioned this before, but when I brought her home for the first time, um, I was actually living in, in the garage apartment that was attached to the house there. But I bring her in through the front door, and I kind of walk past because my mom's yelling at somebody, which was usually the case. And uh, the one thing you need to know about Jen, especially now, is she looks about 10 years younger than she is. And back then, she looked about five years younger than she was. And she was 16. So as we walk through, my mom's just staring at her. And Jen's too scared to say anything. I don't want to start nothing. So I'm like, let's get to the kitchen. So we, we got around the corner. And my mom calls out, kind of young, ain't she? exactly like that too thanks mom yeah so i had to explain to her later on yeah my mom was pretty cool but she would embarrass me occasionally 
mostly with the fart stories because <laughs> I Come tried on, to pretend huh? that didn't happen. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna marry John, you you got to be cool with farts, and uh, I would imagine that's something that you. It's not a topic you broach on the first date. Um, that's why I let one go before Amy and I started dating. Just kind of test it out there. Yep. See what the response was. If she bolts now, then nothing lost. Your your family's going to be the most cancer-free family (laughs) in the world. Smelling farts is good for you. That's what I read. What? Smelling them or letting them? Smelling them. Didn't you read that, Christian? No, I don't read anything about farts. It was on. (laughs) Look it up. Honest to God, if you smell farts, you'll be healthier. That's what they said. I'm going to Google farts cancer. I don't, know. I don't know about fart cancer. Study smelling farts may be good for your health. See? All right. Boom. Oh, wait, but then the second line says, no, farts don't prevent cancer. Oh, okay. Well, I just assumed they did because that seems to be the big problem. Everything cures and causes cancer depending on when you ask. May, now, if it prevented obesity, dude, I'd be farting all the time. I'm looking for an easy <laughs> way. All right. So, yeah, uh, embarrassing parents. Christian already talked to, talked about his... British for a second there. I know what happened. I uh, already talked about it. It happens. It happens. The more the more Doctor Who I watch, um, I find myself even using their their words like that's brilliant, you know. And, and uh, fantastic, fantastic. Wait, that's only the Chris. So this one, uh, let's see the next story is called uh, "It's Middle School Drama." That's what it freaking is. That's what it is. I forgot. I forgot that that's what we call it. So here we go. It's. Um, Middle school drama is submitted by G-Force, okay? And the best middle school drama is when they don't know that they're sending in middle school drama. So I'm not promising this is going to be funny. I'm going to promise that it's going to be ridiculous. How about that? All right. Here we go. Hello, J and J. So this was a... C. He didn't didn't know you then. Well, then we're not going to read it. Skip it. I am Graham. Grab C. Is this the Grab C? Maybe it is. He says, but y'all can call me G Force. G Force. G Force. Um, I listen to most of your other shows, but mainly a podcast kid. Okay, Graham, we know your secret now. You listen to my daughter's show. You're eight. But and that's like five U's. Anyway, my story is about a day when I was about six. And me and my dad and my big eight-year-old sister are playing monkey in the middle. And my, <laughs> my big eight-year-old sister. Yeah, she's very big. It's <laughs> a big so backyard. Yeah. So he said he was six, though. So oh, sorry. at the time, back back in the day when he was six, um, he says we're playing monkey in the middle. And my dad gets a phone call while he had just caught the ball as the monkey. So he walks inside and throws the ball behind him behind and so me and my sister run to the ball and our head crash and then he put a stars emoji in there to yeah sparkling stars then i look up at her all caps and my head had busted her eye open oh pink uh-oh face by the way I don't know how to simulate that. Type this on his iPhone, I guess. And so he goes inside, and I'm the one crying, and she's just standing there. So what? I'm bleeding from my head to my toe, and I realize, all caps, I don't even have a bruise. 
Gramsci. <laughs> Don't even ever bruise. G-Force. Uh, that's because he she she happened to uh, he happened to a fart right there before the head hit and uh, saved him. <laughs> so he says, "That's my story. I think your daughter's really funny, and you." And then he has a sort of smiley emoji in there. So screw you, G-Force. Um, <laughs> like, I think you're I think you're funny too. <laughs> so. Your loyal listener, G-Force. I'm sorry, G-Force. I didn't mean that. But I'll tell you what. You know, uh, May the farts be with you. We'll just say that. Uh, speaking of... Uh, may the farts be with you. Speaking of busted eyes, um, I, I'm, I'm assuming, though, that he, he... When I first read it, I kind of freaked out a bit. And I thought that her eye popped open. Because he said she had her eye busted open. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I thought maybe juice was coming out or something like that, but it, but it wasn't like that. But, but we do have, uh, an audio submission today about, um, some, <coughs> something very similar to eyes and, um, it's called dad's nickname and it's submitted to us by Steve. So, uh, Steve Holt, Steve Holt. No, here we go. Steve Holt. Greetings, James, John, and possibly Jen. Nah. Here's your friendly neighborhood homeschooler, Steve Warthenberg with another story to share with you. He went temporarily this is British. The story of how my father earned his name Graffiti. Now, hmm. when my dad was around nine or ten years old, he was a very curious young lad and took it upon himself to bash in a spray paint can so he could learn what made the rattling noise inside. Hmm. After a few whacks of a hammer, the spray paint can ruptured and spread yellow paint upon him, hmm. including his eyeballs. <laughs> Needless to say, this required a trip to the emergency room where they then scraped it off of his eyeball. Now, James, it's not cringing. You have grown stronger and be the stomach. No. This has been your friendly neighborhood homeschooler, Steve Wassenberg, signing off. Thank you, sir. I do appreciate the disgusting story of paint splashing in one's eyes. I would imagine that you could just peel it off, though. You wouldn't have to scrape it. That your eye juice would protect you. <laughs> oh man there's a uh, Homestar Runner episode <laughs> where he puts some cool shades in a bag, bucket of paint and he calls it hello dripping yellow madness and um, that's what I imagine this kid saw Homestar Runner Homestar Runner mm. I love that love that seemed like they tried to make a comeback and then uh, stopped yeah, and then I wasn't 11 anymore for to, to watch it all day. You know, that was popular <laughs> with college kids back in the day, though. That's who made it It pop. sure was. It sure was. Uh, let's see. So this one's called close. The Backwoods Church Camp Nap by Fred from Rising Fawn, Georgia, which I think is a lie because I looked up Rising Fawn, and it is an incorporated city on the border of uh, ta- the of North Georgia, and and it seems like there's a road and a Baptist church there, and that's it. I, I feel like I've been there before. It's way way to the left and way to the top side there. So yeah, near near uh, Lookout Mountain, Rising Fawn. No, it's not. I thought I thought uh, Lookout Mountain was just north of Atlanta. It's northwest of Atlanta. West. Okay. Well, maybe so. Anyway. Uh, Backwoods Church Camp Nap. Maybe he lives there, maybe he doesn't. I have a story for you from many moons ago. He says, I was at middle school week of church camp in the backwoods. Uh, one afternoon, I decided to take a little nap in the cabin. Those are precious. 
while the campers were off swimming, riding horses, sailings, and shooting each other, and the instructor with arrows, by the way. <laughs> this other, is a good camp, man. A whole other story. Right <laughs> Come on. Um, I uh, Let's see here. So he says, I got a nap. I opened one eye, and I saw that Joseph, the kid that was in the bunk above mine, had it was coming in. I shut my eyes again. He was actually doing a really good job trying to be respectful and not to disturbing me. But then I hear him pull his book bag off his bed suddenly, and he says, Fred, wake up. There's a snake. <laughs> and I just no. laid there thinking, yeah, right. He's trying to pull one over on me. Trying to pull one. So I roll over, and I look, and there was a snake curled up right next to me on the floor. Ooh, I, nope. was, uh, I was still somewhat thinking that it was a joke. Uh, that it was a rubber snake. It was curled up. Right up to the point where the snake suddenly took off under my bed. Oh, the pants are full. (laughs) I just about hit my head on the bunk above me trying to get out. It took Joseph and myself about 20 minutes to corral the snake and convince him that he would be happier outside. And after the excitement was over, though, I realized uh, that he had been... The snake had been under the backpack in the bed above mine the whole time. So I can truly say that I'm extremely thankful that it did not fall off of his oh, bunk onto man. mine while I was sleeping. Otherwise, I'd probably be telling this story from the clouds. <laughs> Fred. I would, that's frightening. Speak, that's frightening. Sp- Speaking of bunkmates, the closest uh, I've, I've ever gotten to fighting someone um, <laughs> was uh, uh, I was like I was like fourteen. I was at a, ch- a church camp, and um, the my bunkmate above me, who I'd never met before, decided to play a prank on everyone, um, and he put hot sauce on all of our pillows. Oh. Um, and so I just laid my face in hot sauce, and what like yeah, like a lot of it, and that was probably like. I've I've been pepper sprayed before too, um, but that hurt worse because it got like in my eye, um, and I w- wanted to punch him. And if I could have seen, I probably would have. So yeah, I get I really mad with that kind of stuff too. Like I can't play pranks because I I like get vengeful, you know. Yeah. Like I want yeah, I, oh, I want to I want to hurt them back, not play with them back, you know. And at, at camp, uh, matter of fact, it was my last kids camp. Uh, I woke up and half of the toes or most of the toes on my left foot were painted red, the toenails, <laughs> toenails. And, I used to do that to kids when they were falling. Yeah, doing it to kids is one thing, but but me, I mean, oh, I could go into why that symbolized so much disrespect and, and how, because I knew who did it and I had plans, man. I was going to sneak in there, but every plan I had Ended with me in jail <laughs> and publicly humiliated in some way because I wanted to like chain him to his bed. I wanted to paint, you know, his eyes. <laughs> I want to open his eyes and hit a spray paint can with a hammer. <laughs> I wanted to. You could have to have your eyeballs scraped, kid. I wanted to cure his cancer with, with some farting. <laughs> Fart in his face. Oh, so I just finally had to let that crap go, and it was not, not fun. It's not easy. Oh, anyway, but now he's you know he's in Florida. He's probably on drugs. So whatever. Oh. Um, we got a lot of camp things. I, yeah, I, it just reminded me of something. So when I was at camp last week, 
<laughs> you know, one of the funny things about kids is they talk in their sleep, especially like when they're really tired, like you get at camp. <laughs> and this is never ha- – I mean I've heard kids talk in their sleep before. But what happened at camp, this had never happened to me before. So I wake up in the middle of the night and some kids <laughs> – and then he says, we got to go. We got to get out the door right now. <laughs> And he kept saying a couple other things I don't remember. And then another kid that was like next to him said, all right, we're going to leave. <laughs> They're on. in a shared dream. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> it was kind of freaky. I got a little scared. I was like, oh, my gosh, these kids are demons. They're going to stand up and their eyes are going to be glowing. Oh, man. Got to uh, go right now. I'm leaving. You, I'm leaving. You were talking about bunkmates and wanting to fight. Um, <laughs> when I was in Kansas city working with the youth department, we were, we went down to Mexico and, uh, we were staying on the American side and then we'd go into the city or Reynosa to work and, and to serve and all that kind of stuff. And so you're, you're just sweated down a, a stick by the time you get back, you're tired, you know, all this kind of stuff. You're looking forward to sleeping while well, I'm on the bottom bunk and above me is this gigantic Mexican kid, uh, uh, actually, yeah, half Mexican, but he is huge. He's a giant. He's the biggest kid I've ever seen in my life. He, and I'm going to say kid, 17, you know, 18. Uh, and, and his name is, is uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember Carl. his name. It's been years. But anyway, uh, Polly. his name's Polly. And uh, Polly's up on bunk. I don't know what I was thinking in the first place because when I looked up, you know, bunk beds are usually thin, those kind of military style. And he was he was drooping off both ends, so off both sides. So I don't know what I was thinking. Like if if that thing fell, I would be um, not just killed, but I would actually be uh, graded, you know, like cheese because of the bottom of the you know the springs and stuff. But anyway, uh, what that dude did is he would start snoring. Because, you know, he's a big guy. Now I snore. I'm a big guy, so I snore. But he snored so loud, and I was like, Polly, roll over. And he would <laughs> the first couple of times. But then in the dead of night, he would just stop being responsive. And I got to where I put my I was so mad. I put my feet up on the <laughs> bottom of the boat, and I just started kicking. First of all, I didn't get very far, thank God. And secondly, I was watching those springs stretch. I'm like, what are you trying to do? You're going to die and your knees are going to be embedded in your nostrils and you're going to be bent up like some sort of weird, somebody that would be weird and bent up. And um, so (laughs) taco man, I went and got me some, uh, some, uh, you know, earplugs and life, life was a lot better. I didn't hate him as much, but I think I spoke several Curses, like he's going to have to do generational curse breaking and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it amazing how angry you get when people snore next to you? When you're really? sleeping, when you're yeah. sleeping, you get, you can become a demon. Yeah. I've made some people very mad in my life. I'm just going to confess that. <laughs> I'm, I'm that way. Like, like with, with you are with pranks, how you don't have patience for it. I'm that way with yeah. snoring. I, in uh. college, I had some roommates <laughs> I would snore and if they start, I would just start clapping like as loud as I could until they woke up and then I... <laughs> And then I'd act like I, I didn't That's do it. Genius. If they woke up, I'd just pretend like I was asleep. That and is then- genius. Because I would be tempted to just mimic them until they woke up and it wouldn't work. But the clapping oh. is great. Well, usually if I can fall asleep before they start snoring again, then I'll, I'll sleep through it. But if for some reason I've woken up, you know what I mean? I, ugh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, and you can't go back to sleep. You just can't. You lay there and you lay there. And it's terrible. Mm. I'm, I snore now. And full disclosure... 
Uh, my wife ejected me from her bed, our marriage bed, uh, at least three years ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sleep close by, <laughs> but I do not share a bed with this woman. Um, and 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 uh, right now in our house, our new house, our St. Louis house, it's different. The floor plan's different and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so Jen's got the, the big bed and in the freaking walk-in closet... <laughs> No, like a dog. I have, <laughs> I have a futon on half of it. Yeah, and oh, and and on the floor in front of the because there's no air going in there. I have this floor drying kind of fan that just pushes air like crazy. You know, like like people use when they're drying floors after they mopped them, yeah. and it's blowing. It's loud, and it's the only way this barrier of sound and noise and white noise is the only way that I can remotely come close to sleeping in the same room with my spouse. Wow. Now I know I'm going to get inundated with emails on, on tips and how to wear stuff that makes you look like Darth Vader. So you can sleep and all that kind of <laughs> stuff, but I'm just not there yet. I'm good. I'm good with, with where we're at. So it's okay. You just need to get yourself a CPAP machine, man. That's what they're that's what they're gonna say. I know, I know, and and I just <laughs> I I ain't there yet. Because so. I keep thinking, well, you know, it'd be cheaper to just lose weight because you'd eat less food, fatso, and you know, you might quit snoring. But just my luck, I'd lose a hundred pounds and I'd still be sawing logs all night. <laughs> you'd snore louder. <laughs> Sorry, back in the closet. <laughs> and you have to gain the weight back. Well, at first, <laughs> at first, I only snored on my back. Now I freaking snore three sixty all the way around. No matter mm. where I'm at, I, I you, can snore. Even on like a Z axis, like if you like slept standing up. <laughs> if I was dra- if I was dra- draped from the roof or from the <laughs> ceiling, yeah, like in space. Like, uh. Would you snore in a box? Would you snore with a fox? I tried to snore with a fox, and she put me in a box. But I'm bumped. That's how I do. <laughs> I remember that that's how I do <laughs> it's not as good as what mine was that? that's that, Graham C that's Graham C <laughs> Is, I don't remember. was that last week yeah you missed a lot the la- last oh, week oh man I'm gonna have to listen to that show uh, speaking that's of uh, speaking of next week I will I will tell the story what was it uh, what was the story what did I say the story was uh, oh, a hot doctor part two. Hot doctor, oh, hot doctor part two. Next week. Make sure you send in your stories, folks, because this is the one you want it to be on. Because it's going to be hot epic. doctor. I'm going to go. Two. I'm going to go places no man has gone before. <laughs> For the second part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now Wait. you know the rest of the story. So. <laughs> hey, I wanted to read this real quick. Um, this is from speaking of Patreon supporters. Uh, Josh Nolan wrote this in. He says, "Hey, James, my mom uh, wanted me to let you know that she will now be donating five dollars for every episode that you put out." He says, "I'm donating a buck per show as well." Isn't that awesome? Uh, I like his she, mom. Yeah, she also wanted me to thank you for hosting the funniest podcast she has ever listened to. He says, I introduced her to your show and she laughs hardest at your reaction to gross stories. Well, she's going to love this one. Uh, She says she's never laughed so hard at anything in her life. (laughs) So moms love us. That's, that's the thing. uh, That's the takeaway here. 
Uh, we're both really happy and excited to see that Intelcast on uh, TSS is back. Have a blessed week. Your devoted listener, Josh Nolan. So thanks, man. Thanks, man. I hope uh, I hope all of you have enjoyed the show. Maybe not as much as uh, Miss Elizabeth there, but uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. And you can show your appreciation. Uh, one of the ways is by supporting us via Patreon uh, for just a buck a show, which, by the way, unlocks various benefits, uh, namely being uh, bonus audio content every single week. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash donate today and patrons remember to pick up your bonus audio story right after you listen to this it's titled the story's titled sixth grade secret and that's at patreon.com slash that story show all right guys that's our show for this week thanks for listening and uh, make sure to visit us online at thatstoryshow.com where you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow John. You can follow Christian as well. Join the NLCast Network community on Facebook at nlcast.com slash group and see uh, what Christian's mom hath wrought. Uh, review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. We appreciate that and it helps us out a lot. Thanks to our Patreon backers, Rob Govers for our theme music, our spouses for letting us record, our story contributors, and everyone who listens. And remember, when you're telling your funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for Bye. making room for us, John. Hey, I'm sorry. You're busy. By the way, I might be out next week. I'm supposed to be at National Convention. Oh, that's going to be my story. Oh, God. You got to you got to quit this preaching thing, dude. It's it's getting in the way of my podcast. Your calling is secondary. Anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Um, Visit nlcast.com for other great nlcast network shows. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.